up on Outcast UK. Like it was the most beg me scene I've ever witnessed. Yeah, I'm going to set fire to all these flags. Oh, come on, all the transphobes are going to be. And then he couldn't set fire to the flags. Just do the puns. I okay. Can't even get you into it, right? <laughs> Shall I build it up? Yeah, yeah. Here are some Howard Donald puns related to the fact that he was caught out liking a load of transphobic and homophobic and loony tweets. Daddy, we bought you a card with a Spitfire on it. Or a football-based card. Daddy, Daddy, there's some real ale here that we bought for you with Mummy and he's in the garden with a lighter and some flags. Outspoken. Outrageous. Outcast UK. Hello, welcome. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, Kev. Salutations. This is Outcast UK. Right now, it's time to dip into the week's queer news. Kev, can you tease us through with a couple of brief teasettes? Coming up, nuns. And? Bunting. Love it. First up, Kev, what is going on? Cheers, Graham. Three suspected terrorists have been arrested in Vienna over an alleged plan to attack the city's annual Pride Parade. Security services say the young men, aged 14, 17 and 20, and were Islamic State sympathisers. Weapons, including knives, an axe and air guns, were seized. The suspects have been under surveillance for some time. 300,000 people turned out for the event in Austria's capital. Omar Hayawi Perchner, the country's domestic intelligence chief, has been explaining why details of the planned attack were held back until after the parade. Had we made this information public immediately after the arrest, the participants may have experienced anxiety and fear and reacted in panic. That's ultimately the goal of terrorism, to cause anxiety and fear in the public. It's also our job not to let that happen. Vienna's mayor Michael Ludwig says there must be no place for hate and exclusion there. Conservative MPs and Tory members of the House of Lords are being accused of adding to hostility towards drag events in the UK. A report from the Institute for Strategic Dialogue finds anti-LGBTQ plus messaging from America is increasingly being imported here. Extremist groups have targeted at least 57 all-age group drag events, like those where performers read to kids and their parents, over the last year in the UK. One Conservative questioned whether children would also be offered entertainment by murderers, paedophiles, terrorists and other fetishists. A state prosecutor in northern Italy is demanding the cancellation of 33 birth certificates of children born to lesbian partners. Couples weren't given full adoption rights when same-sex civil unions were legalised there seven years ago, and it's left the law unclear. Some courts have allowed such couples to adopt each other's kids, and some mayors have registered births to both partners. A court will rule on this later in the year. Italy's regularly ranked amongst the worst countries in Western Europe for LGBTQ plus rights. There have been protests outside a baseball stadium in America after the LA Dodgers presented a Community Hero Award to an LGBTQ plus group. The Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence drag up as nuns. They've been fighting for queer rights for decades and doing charitable work. Conservative Catholics had got the award invite withdrawn, but then the withdrawal was withdrawn, if you get me, after a backlash from queer groups and their allies. Placards at the protest said things like Stop anti-Catholic hate and God will not be mocked. Here's how Sister Vina Sinfers from the group responds to that. We get grief for mocking religion, but the origins of the sisters are in giving ministry to people who face, whose faiths and families had turned their back on them when they were dying of AIDS. And that's what we've been doing here for 43 years. The award was presented during the LA Dodgers annual Pride Night event. It recognised the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence's outstanding service to the LGBTQ plus community. 
Lawrence Fox wants some attention again, so he's filmed himself burning some LGBTQ plus bunting. Look at me, look at me. The former actor's also heard saying pride isn't pride, it's just a celebration of the mutilation of children. He's since followed up with another post calling gender-affirming care a child sacrifice. Since giving up acting, or since acting gave him up, the 45-year-old's launched a right-wing political party that boasts a whole one MP. A two-year consultation by the Vatican's found Catholics want the church to be way more inclusive of queer people. This will be discussed in a synod this October, basically a big meeting of church leaders, and it sought the consultation document shows the first time the Vatican's referred to LGBTQ plus Catholics rather than persons with homosexual tendencies. Howard Donald's been dropped from Nottingham Pride after liking tweets that were transphobic and homophobic. Screenshots appear to show that amongst the content he endorsed was a call for Disney to be defunded for holding a Pride event and criticism of a campaign for period product inclusivity featuring trans men. The Take That Star's account has since been deleted. He says he's made a huge error of judgement and he's deeply sorry. If you've been looking for a reason to love, love, love Lincoln, here it is. A whole two people have shown up to an anti-trans protest there. It was against a Primark Pride campaign and the gender-critical activists were completely outnumbered by more than 200 counter-demonstrators. One of the pair had tweeted beforehand to try and drum up support to protest what she called the store's promotion of trans kids. Here's a quick snatch of the reception they got in Lincoln. Look at all two of you. Vicious. A spokesperson for the Lincoln Pride UK charity says it shows anti-trans demonstrators aren't welcome in the city. And you might not associate the House of Commons with epic Kylie bants, but this is the world we now live in. Lloyd Russell Moyle, the MP for Brighton-Kemptown, has referenced her latest single during a speech about Pride in Parliament. Pride is a moment for us to remember where we have come from and to ensure that love conquers hate. So happy Pride Month. Let our hearts win over hate. And finally, Mr Deputy Speaker, in the words of Kylie, padam, padam. (laughs) (laughs) I think the Honourable Members lolled, ruffled and lameoed there. Anyway, I'm off for a three-line whip, and that's your queer news from Outcast UK. Thanks, Kev. Thanks for that. Three-line whip, you say? You're on the wrong <laughs> channel, you. You've been on Times I've Radio. I've done Times Radio, yeah. Oh, my, the mighty have fallen. <laughs> so they say when America sneezes, the world catches a cold. I love that as a kind of opener. They, they say that. Have you heard that? They do. They say, don't ask me who they are, but they say that. But in this case, when America becomes majorly transphobic... <laughs> then the UK just follows, doesn't it? The same way questions around abortion in America seem to have spread as well. I think that these are on a, like um, the same sort of spectrum of stuff. Misogyny, homophobia, transphobia. I view them as all being really closely connected. And in the US at the moment, there's all of them things have been brought up by politicians. Um, and here they are now in the UK political narrative. That quote, entertainment by murderers, paedophiles, terrorists, fairies, and other fetishists. What are furries again? I didn't put this in my when I did this story before because I thought I don't know what furries are, but that is the full quote. A fairy fairies is as far as I'm aware when people dress up in fairy costumes like animals or cartoons. What I'm confused about here is how you can equate. Let's go through these on the sliding scale of uh, having a problem with them. Murderers. I've got a problem with murderers. Yeah. Pedophiles. Massive problem with pedophiles. Terrorists. Again, big problem with that. Fairies. Don't know if they belong in the same sentence. 
and other fetishists. So by by what this Tory peer has said there, murder, paedophilia and terrorism, they're all fetish. They're all just fetishes. <laughs> what is this? What? Who said this? We've got no name. Or have we? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Mm. I want to know what I initially I wrote some notes here what I've written I'm going to read you what I wrote earlier mm. what I want to know is which freeloading member of the upper house came out with this is it a lifelong peer like one of those ones that got stuck in the other week by Boris Johnson then our peers for life in, in the house of lords or someone who's only in there because their great 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 granddad helped Henry VIII sack the monasteries 500 years ago I think we should be told I thought the needle had skipped there a bit like an old record well I was just thinking how many greats you'd need to stick in there to see how related you are to the person who actually got the peerage if you got hereditary peerage. It's nonsense. The only other place this happens in the world is, I believe it's the House of Chiefs, Papua New Guinea. This is just <laughs> insane. And then, and quite how someone who sits in an unelected thing can say this, I don't know. I found out who it was, and it was the Conservative Party life peer, Emma Nicholson, oh. who was quoted as saying that in an open letter published by the Daily Mail. Emma Nicholson, Conservative Party life peer. Is that Emma Nicholson? That's Emma Nicholson, Baroness Nicholson of, I don't know. And she sounds barren. <laughs> <laughs> Mentally. Madness. It's funny that I had to get that, that name from the Daily Mail. It was just quoted as a peer, a Conservative peer. And I'm, I'm, by the way, I'm not trying to majorly load this in the direction of the Conservatives. It just seems to be mainly Conservatives that are coming out with this stuff. Well, that's what this research has flagged up, that it's the Conservative MPs and Conservative peers that are pushing this narrative. Yeah. And they're getting it from, well, when America sneezes. It's that, isn't it? It's literally... Bloody love that, don't I'm going to come back to it. We're going to loop back again in a, in a piece of art. <laughs> so the research is part of a larger project uh, that evaluated similar threats in the US, France and Australia, and um, it's found isolated incidents in several European countries, transphobia. Um, the UK has the second highest incidence of anti-drag mobilisation of all the countries analysed. Only the US beats us. So um, there's a sliding scale of them. We're just underneath the Americans, like we are in most things. Uh, the UK apparently went from receiving, you know this, don't you, LGBTQ rights in the European countries. Uh, we were top in 2015 yeah. and now we're 17th. And in that period, um, homophobic crimes have doubled and transphobic hate crimes have tripled. I'm going to read you a quote from Robbie DeSantos, the Director of External Affairs at Stonewall who said, many LGBTQ plus people in the UK are living in fear as far-right activism grows and gains legitimacy from mainstream political and press support. Protesting drag queens is only part of a picture that also includes attacks on LGBTQ plus inclusive education in schools and ongoing attempts to row back well-established rights. Madness. Um, we'll come to Lawrence Fox in a bit, of course. Can't wait. Can't wait. But I'm connected to that, really. But Lawrence Fox, before we get into the meat of the Lawrence Fox stuff that is coming up. I don't really want to get into Lawrence Fox's meats, to be honest. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh. Not all on, that's all on the way. Um, <laughs> what about that Italian prosecutor? Demand This is demanding the cancellation of 33 birth certificates of children born to lesbian partners. And it's the prosecutor of, of Padua. You, you're usually good at pronunciation, is it Padua? I'm good when I type them out and put you, them in front of me. You prep uh, them. Pad, Padua. Padua. In Italy, Northern Italy, opened a legal case this month saying that 33 birth certificates signed by the city's mayor since 2017 should be changed with the name of the non-biological mother removed. This gets worse, okay. Um, so Italy legalised same-sex civil unions in 2016. I had a centre-left government at that point, but stopped short of giving couples full adoption rights, uh, worried that it would encourage surrogate pregnancies, which are illegal in Italy. 
So, uh, centre-left parliamentarian Alessandro Zan, who's pushed for gay rights in Italy, said this is a cruel, inhumane decision. These children are being orphaned by decree mm. from a judge who's changing something. The mother, whose name is eliminated from the birth certificate, will no longer be able to fulfil a series of tasks, including picking her child up from school without written permission of the mm. partner, if the legally recognised parent dies, the children can be taken from the family home and become a ward of the state. What is this? Imagine that when you're going through the death of a partner and then take your kids away as well. It's obscene, isn't it? Yeah. Since 2017, then to regain your parenting rights, you, the non-biological mother will then have to go through a lengthy and expensive special adoption procedure. Absolutely disgraceful. It's happening in Europe at the moment. Italy's lower house is currently debating a law that would make it a crime punishable by up to two years in jail for couples to go abroad to have a surrogate baby, even in places where it's legal, such as the US or Canada. I made friends with um, a trans woman from Italy when I was on holiday in Ibiza last year, and we just hung out, hung out all the time by the pool. Yeah. She was amazing. She, she is, um, she's in the uh, Italian trade union movement, and she occupies quite a senior position there, uh, advising loads of people on legal stuff. And she was saying to me that it is a nightmare being LGBTQ plus in Italy at the moment, especially if you're trans. She was incredibly brave, really cool person. I'm dying to get her on at some point. Um, listen, this is Outcast UK. We'll get to the Lawrence Fox bit. We'll get to the meat. Yay. Lawrence Fox chat on the way. I'm Graham Smith from the award-winning LGBTQ plus <laughs> podcast, Outcast UK. Hi, Kev. Hi. What award did it win? Uh, best new podcast at last year's British Podcast Awards. Oh, how marvellous. It was nice, yeah. Still, still valid. There hasn't been one this It's not year. a year old yet, is it? So you can still keep talking about it. It happened a year ago, but they haven't had any... They haven't happened... Their next yeah. ceremony is going to be in September, so that's mine for now. You don't want to be like... You know when some a business has got a bunting... Out, not bunting... A business has got a banner outside mm-hmm. that says, like, Butcher of the Year yeah. 2013. Yeah. They're I, still clinging on to that. I don't want to be that, no. But, you know, um, uh, a well-known national newspaper, uh, it's, it's, its flagship podcast says, um, Winner British Podcast Awards 2018. <laughs> Like lol, so I decided I had to bring um, my uh, little British Podcast Award sticker back onto my artwork off the back of that. Anyway, Lawrence Fox chat. Now this is what you're here for. This is what you're here for, Lawrence Fox. Kev, r- remind people who went here for the um, start of the show what Lawrence Fox has done. Lawrence Fox. Who is he? Has, uh, he? Who is he? Didn't he used to be someone who wasn't fucking mental? And he was a, I think, quite a well-respected actor. He was Billy Piper's partner. Did they have a kid together? I think maybe. I don't know. I knew he was married to Billy Piper. I really felt for her over that. Yeah. Imagine that. I mean, obviously she doesn't know what he's like at the time, I guess. He may Although not. Although maybe she started to see hints of it and that's why they... I mean, that's pure speculation. It's entirely speculative, <laughs> Kev. Um, but, may, you know, maybe he didn't say anything about it at the time because it wasn't a thing that would get him traction on the internet and he wasn't forced into the sort of odd position he's in now. He's due a visit from the Met over his pride flag stunt. Yeah, so he's been burning... LGBTQ plus bunting yes. in his garden. All little, little rainbow flag bunting. <sighs> yeah. Did you see the video? I did. And he had, he's demented. He struggle a little bit to get him to... Couldn't even set fire to them. Because what's he doing? He's spraying it with like lighter fluid mm-hmm. or something and then putting the lighter to it. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Like, it was the most beg me scene I've ever witnessed. I'm going to set fire to all these flags. Oh, come on, all the transphobes are going to be... And then he couldn't set fire to the flags. It was a bit like he, he was going to kind of like summon the transphobic gods. <laughs> That's what I thought. That's not normal behaviour, is it? It's but his face. He looks so contorted with hate all mm, the time. Mm. 
it's you know when the hate just screws your face right up yeah. it's hor- like you want to poo it out or something out of his awful fucking mouth do a big hateful shit out of his mouth. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> I mean, it's not going in the radio show. So that <laughs> when he was told he'd been reported to the Met for a hate crime and uh, investigations had started on it, he said, I very much look forward to them explaining to me that I've committed a hate crime by burning an icon to child mutilation. But the doctors who chop off vulnerable, healthy young girls' breasts and young boys' penises haven't. He added, I'm done negotiating with the mutilators. I am tolerant of pretty much everything. But you're not. (laughs) But child sacrifice is an absolute red line. Child sacrifice. Leaning into some odd stuff that you found on the internet. There's a lot of what we'd call dog whistle politics going on there, isn't it? I mean, um, I don't know what he's up to on um, the sort of crackdown on political dissent and protest. Um, often you find people who come from the sort of um, ideological background that Lawrence Fox comes from are really pro, clamp down on all of the, the lock them away. But usually they mean um, for people from just off oil or insulate Britain, they don't want them to be able to say things. Mm. But now the same rules may be applied to him for doing something that's offended people in his garden. Um, he did this on Father's Day. Mr. Superdad there, Mr. <laughs> Family Values, mm. spent Father's Day setting fire to flags in his garden. And what a lovely role model he is for his child. It's by doing that, mm. yeah, completely. I wonder if his kids were like, Daddy, we bought you a card with a Spitfire on it. <laughs> or a football-based card. Daddy, Daddy, there's some real ale here that we bought for you with Mummy and he's in the garden with a lighter and some flags. As he faffs about, proves he can't even ignite a small piece of cloth. <laughs> <laughs> Let's dig into his comment as well. Uh, it, it's it, when they say these things, the people that say these things, child mutilation of children, the chopping off young boys' penises, they're not. Trump said this. That's not what's going on. In the United Kingdom, the age, right, I, if you fact check this, the, the, the age that you're allowed to have gender affirmative surgery, it ranges from 16 in Scotland. 17 in England, it's 18 in Wales. In Belgium, Estonia, Germany and Luxembourg, the child's maturity is assessed. So what does he mean by that? Does he mean puberty blockers or any form of medical support? Because what he said is, I'm not, I don't want to say the word lie because then that comes with it, that's opening a whole can of worms yeah. if I say he's a liar. So I'm not, I'm not saying he's a liar. Let's say he's a fucking idiot. He's an idiot, yeah, or he doesn't understand it. That's that. Let's be charitable and say maybe he doesn't understand what he's talking about, or maybe he's. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> let's be charitable. Let's be charitable to I'm, Lawrence Fox. Yeah, I feel so charitable towards him. Does he have any idea how hard it is for trans and non-binary youth to access medical care? Full stop. When he's carrying on like that, that, your first meeting with your doctor, they'd be like, right, puberty blockers straight away. Like smarties last yeah. across that. That's not what's going on. You'd think that if you were going to make a fool of yourself on the internet like that, you might have looked into it a bit more. Does he know how long it takes to get a fucking appointment with a doctor? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'd be about three years before you get to see a GP. It, 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 years, years you're waiting for to get this stuff done. So it doesn't, this nonsense he's doing doesn't yeah. stack up to any form of scrutiny. I didn't have to do much to work that out. All I did yeah. was type it into Google. You tell me he doesn't have the ability to... Do- well, you never know. Also, before he cack-handedly attempted to set fire to these pride flags, what must his neighbours have thought as they looked into his garden? 
to see it packed with pride bunting. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks like he's having a barbecue. He's always changed his mind. <laughs> this is coming out party. Absolute, absolute jokes. Oh, those neighbours must be fucking going up the wall. They're watching their property values plummet. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Can you imagine? As if it's, it's, not, it's difficult enough to keep your property with any value at the moment, the way the country's gone. But then Lawrence Fox is there tanking the neighbourhood property values. You're, you're trying to sell at the adjacent one to his and the you know the, the buy, potential buyers come around and they see him next door and no thank you <laughs> we just devoted um probably too much time to talking about lawrence fox's flag burning exploits in his garden yeah. and how it looked suspiciously like the man had decked his garden up with pride bunting and had a little barbecue but he didn't <laughs> have any friends um joining him on the naughty step this week um <laughs> what's his face off of the take that who got um I'm not going to say cancelled because they love that, don't they? People like that. But uh, he, he uninvited from Nottingham Pride. Mm. What happened there? Um, basically, he's been caught out liking tweets that are <laughs> transphobic and homophobic. He's not really thought it through. And the he? rest was was more to it than that as well. Yeah. It wasn't just that. Like it was all, the whole plethora of absolute was nonsense. There's some Andrew Tate stuff that oh, fucking I can't stand it anyway. Let's not get down that Andrew rabbit Tate. hole. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, so he's got caught out. Nottingham Pride have dropped him. He was supposed to be headlining, I think. Uh, and he's deleted headlining. his account now. As if he's headlining anything. <laughs> I mean, that was a stretch anyway. He's not even headlined the news portion of this podcast. No, no, he hasn't. No, he's he hasn't. Right down the list. He's just he's just worthy of... Um, well, have you prepared some puns? Is this why you brought this to the table today? You're making it sound less spontaneous. <laughs> okay, uh, let's, let's, let's make this sound really spontaneous. Mm. I always forget which one I've take that it is because two of them have been ex take that people have been in the in the news this week. Robbie Williams because he was on stage and he was like, oh, "I'm gonna have to sit down here. I'm absolutely done in." Did uh, he? Yeah, yeah, he did. Bless like, him. He's at that age now. Yeah, he he's is. Age. To be fair, so am I. Well, yeah, but he's um, not um, looked after himself very well, Robbie Williams. But <laughs> I, I, <laughs> so to speak, <laughs> and that again is being charitable. Um, so he's been in the news, um, and I was forget Howard Donald. Howard Donald, used of the dreads. Oh, yeah. Lisp. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Him. Um, so, uh, Kev, just do the puns. I okay. can't even get you into it. Right. You better, <laughs> shall I build it up? Yeah, yeah. Here are some Howard Donald puns related to the fact that he was caught out liking a load of transphobic and homophobic and loon, loony tweets. See, Graham, this is the danger with social media. <laughs> It only takes a minute to post something you end up regretting. <laughs> he came in for a lot of criticism. Oh, there's more than one. You could say he didn't have the greatest day. <laughs> it's all very well. Got start again, Kev. Go <laughs> it was going really well. It's only three. There's, oh, oh my God. You know, you know comedy up. comes in threes. But yeah. mm. Mm. It's all very well him saying sorry, but we'll never forget. <laughs> he says he's going to learn from this. Yep. Oh, Sure, Howard. Promises, promises. These all take that songs. Do what you like, babe. <laughs> That's four in one. That's four. Four in one. Good. I'm happy we did that. I'm glad we brought it back to do that. I can see how you didn't want to put your name to it in the news. Next time on Outcast UK. Destroyers. Yeah, fucking cock destroyers. Say what? Octo Octo destroyers. You thought, you thought you were going to get a beefy. I've also, I've, I've dated all <clears throat> genders. Not, not just fucked. As well, we're gonna have the life size sex doll so people can get up on stage okay. and they can show us how they can perform on our own personal sex dolls, right? Okay, wow. Play Outcast UK on TikTok and Instagram, just search Play Outcast.
Podcast UK.